All right, good morning, everyone. We are going to meet with Kim Reedy here shortly and chat about uh, what's been going on in the relocation sector of our market here in Seattle. We've noticed a lot of people um, coming inbound to Seattle recently, and I know Kim's been crazy busy. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Let's try this again. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, so you're basically just like crazy busy right now, huh? Yeah. yeah. I think all the companies have been hiring for the entire time during COVID, but no one has been felt safe enough to move yet. But now yeah. with the vaccinations and a lot of the offices announcing openings, now we're starting to see people coming yeah. all at once. <laughs> yep. So it's kind of like compound. It's the people who were trying to relocate last year were scheduled to, and then the companies all kept on hiring. And then now we're working with the people who couldn't move last year when they were being hired. And then we have the new hires that are being hired this year too. So really there's like three different categories of relocating employees really. Yeah, and sadly for the interns, they're also still coming in and they kind of have the least of success out there with everybody else flooding the market. Yeah, you know, I just, it was funny how um, last year with rentals, we really just didn't see any of the, the requests for three-month leases or more shorter, right? Um, but then this year, I kind of forgot about it. Now I'm seeing a lot of people, oh, is this, you know, available for three months, two months, month to month? Um, and those, those guys are probably not having any luck, really, um, finding anything. Yeah, I mean, the apartments are so slim pickings right now. I mean, they're flying off the shelf. Most buildings are down to, like, one or two in the entire building to offer. Yeah, short term. Where, so where are they going? Are they having um, like hotels, like staying in hotels or is it? I'm not, I, I'm not sure. I mean, we're just yeah. at our capacity that we can't even assist them. I mean, I know that there's been trends in the past where a couple of them will pile up into a one or a two bedroom and just break their lease because it's actually cheaper to do that than it is yeah. to, to rent long term and, and to, or pardon me, the rent short term and pay the premium prices or just yep. be turned away. Well, I know in the past too, a lot of these companies would uh, rent out bulk in a lot of the apartment buildings too and just run the, the short term. So I'm assuming last year what happened is they kind of shut that whole system down. And now this year, there's either that inventory not to choose from on the rental side, or they just haven't put it in place quite yet. Yeah, I think all of the above. I mean, they uh, one of the big tech employers have always been really good at like kind of grabbing an apartment building before it even hits the market and, and yep. rent 75, 50% of it just to benefit the employees. But um, but yeah, again, I think with construction being stalled and, and just with the high demand out there in the market, both for sales and for rent, uh, just yep. no one's willing to accommodate make special totally. accommodations. Yeah. So um, with the inbound employees that you are seeing come in, is there a certain like group or certain company that's that's really pushing right now in hiring? Yeah, I mean, Amazon traditionally is usually our biggest, biggest push in the employer, especially yeah. at this time of year. They have a tendency to hire a lot of folks coming out of college, maybe first time jobs. So this is kind of prime time for that. So yeah. um, certainly kind of our biggest account that we're dealing with right now. But uh, but yeah, Microsoft is back. Um, Procter & Gamble's been amping up, as has REI, um, mm. two, which are two little bit smaller REI's local. Um, Procter & Gamble come out to work with Costco and Amazon and companies like that. So yep. um, as I see companies like Amazon and Costco kind of bulking up, then you have the residual people that are kind of falling in line for that. Um, yep. The hospitals and biotech have been pretty steady across the board, but um, I think a lot of their employees are now just feeling comfortable with the actual move. Yep, gotcha. 
Good. And with those in, um, are, are we looking at families? Are we generally looking at kind of like that so typical software developer who's just kind of coming out of college? Is that kind of what you're seeing the most? Right, right now, now it is. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I don't know if, I think a lot of the families might be moving straight into purchasing. Um, I've been seeing that it's a pretty big trend in, in renting as a backup, but again, renting not being very forgiving in the area. Um, so people don't have that opportunity if you want to purchase a home to find a house to rent for a couple months for the whole family just to kind of handle as a buffer. So, um, so mm -hmm. people are pretty much going straight away, finding that school district, buying that house and getting into that market so they can kind of be a little autonomous and not have to move the family so often. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I think even in the sales market, so it's got, I guess on the condo side, I've noticed a lot um, of inbound employees who are coming in actually just straight up purchasing condos, um, which I think, you know, is, is interesting because, you know, they're, last year, obviously the condo market dipped significantly. So it kind of had a little bit of a price correction. And so it's almost a really good um, value right now if someone wants to get into the condo market. So we're seeing more people just jump right in. Um, yeah. Whereas before they would take their time and wait and maybe rent. Um, and then, you know, on the rental side for downtown, um, I mean, I know Jenny and I have just noticed all of a sudden, like the flip sw or switch flipped. Um, and yeah, and, and there's tons of people moving and people without actually even jobs. And they're, you know, I just had one that I rented and he's like, well, um, I don't have a job right now. I'm applying for, you know, in tech, a couple of these positions, I'll just pay six months rent, you know, up, free, uh, up front. Um, and so people are, are, you know, coming here because they obviously want to live in Seattle and there's still a lot of, lot of opportunity here too. So many opportunities. I've definitely had a lot of that where one spouse already has a job and the other one just thinks it's a great opportunity, whether it's tech yep. sector or restaurants or retail, HR. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there right now. I mean, thankfully Seattle, we were pretty protected with the pandemic and most of our companies grew. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, are we, are you doing, I know you're crazy busy with tours, um, as are all the other agents in our office. Um, but are a lot of the employees, inbound employees, are they doing sight unseen searches too and having you guys go out? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say 50-50 right now in person versus virtual. Um, Got it. You know, and, and people even purchasing virtual is not super unusual right now either. But yeah, um, but yeah people are definitely, especially if you're renting an apartment, um, or from like a reputable property manager, if there's enough online presence for something, yep. most people feel pretty comfortable with us just kind of filling in the gaps for them. So, um, so yeah, I'm doing probably two live clients a week and at least two virtual clients a week, if not more. So definitely split 50, 50. Yep. I did have a sale actually from a couple of moving from Chicago where they never actually saw it in person before they, they purchased and they came out for the inspection, of course, but. But that was kind of interesting too. So not only renting, but also purchasing and then. Um, so oh yeah, I've had people who've not even come out for the inspection before. I mean, they yeah. found a house and their offer was accepted. It was in the right school district. That's all they cared about at that point. Yeah. As long as they had a roof over their head. And I'm wondering if that short-term rental thing comes into play. Because again, typically some of these employers, they'll have um, you know short-term housing. So they come here, they have housing for two to three months, right? Um, Usually and then two they to four weeks. Two to four weeks. Oh, okay. So they've shortened it since. Okay. Um, so they have that little buffer. Um, but I'm wondering if that, even the the uh, pool of properties for that type of offering has kind of scaled back a little bit. So it's forcing the new new hires basically to, to make these moves, come out, do a housing trip, secure their housing, or just decide to do it unseen. Yeah. Some of the employers are actually offer a cash incentive if they don't use 
rooms, mm -hmm. um, the temporary accommodations, just because, of course, there's with having that, they're spending an arm and a leg. I mean, I think they're averaging about three hundred dollars a night to, oh, to wow. be in a, yeah, and to be in a small term accommodation. So usually, what a, a a company will do is rent the apartment for you know a long period of time and then mm -hmm. just break up the chunks for people and just kind of move them in and have housekeeping in between. Um, yeah. The employees don't seem to be pushing back though on going straight in just because, you know, again, less moves, get your, your own stuff right away. You know, everybody I think is a little bit more sensitive to using other people's sheets and towels and, and just yeah. kind of having your own personal stuff is, is important. Yeah, that's a good point. So they basically, and also shuffling around and staying in multiple places, people just want to get settled. You know, they yeah. don't want to live in limbo, um, especially if you're having to spend a lot of time. Uh, at home and maybe they're even working from home when they come here first and you know because none of the offices are fully open anyway yeah so, exactly yeah, just I be able to get that. themselves set up and get their routines going is pretty important yeah are you seeing any other trends just in terms of what they're looking for or asking or you know um i know we always think that before people would come here from other markets and be like you know sticker shock um, are people really feeling that now or has that kind of subsided? Uh, actually, I think a little bit more so. Um, oh, really? You know, a lot of people know that they've been coming to Seattle, so they've been researching and, yep. and watching pricing for the last, you know, six months or so. And as you know, in the sales and rental market, things in November are certainly not the same that they are now. No. Um, <laughs> you know, so a lot of people were in hopes and that, that that was kind of the market that they were walking into. A little less heated, a little bit more affordable, but you know, like supply and demand in any industry, um, where everything's in high demand right now. So prices are actually higher now than they were in the summer pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I'm actually shocked about how expensive the prices are right now. And, and I don't see them regulating because it's just a lack of inventory. I mean, it yeah. just really is. And so when you're talking about prices, are you talking about like single family rental homes? Are you talking about condos, more apartment buildings, kind of everything? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want a single family home for rent or for sale, you're going to yeah. need a anymore. I mean, that's yeah. just what, and what I'm hearing from the corporate relocation companies that I deal with that deal with uh, people nationally, that mm -hmm. that's actually pretty much par for the course everywhere. I mean, everywhere is, is seeing a shortage with single family homes for rent, for, for sale. Yep. Um, so people are dealing with that kind of market everywhere. So I don't think people are super shocked when they get into that market. Um, Seattle, you know, where it's pretty progressive in our landlord tenant laws. So the one thing that Seattle has a little bit of an edge over the, um, over the suburbs is that we don't necessarily have the bidding wars for, mm -hmm. for things that you do over the suburbs where they can just collect as many applications as they want, maybe put people against each other to kind of find their best and final offer where in Seattle, you have to accept the first qualified applicant the that first meets applied. your terms. Yep. Yeah, so that gives people, if people are looking for single family home, they, although it's super competitive, at least it's a little less, um, little less cutthroat with pricing and conditions in Seattle than the suburbs. Yeah, I could see that. I think one of our agents had like 11 offers on a house, maybe even more, and maybe you've had more too. Um, but just it's sifting through. I mean, it's no different than the time, energy, and effort put forth to a multiple offer scenario on a house that's for sale, right? Yeah. It's like the same. And then, in fact, in Seattle, you know, there's all the criteria in which you put in place before they apply. And like you said, the first in line law and all that sort of thing. I mean, it's it's pretty um, intense and no one walks away happy <laughs> whenever they're, you know, it's a, it's a rental. Everyone kind of thinks, okay, well, you know, why would you have 20 applications on a rental property? It's just because there, there's a shortage. 
and um, yeah, so many people kind of moving move into the area. It's crazy. I mean, six months ago, you know, our market was just kind of peeling out of the winter. Um, but I'd say really in the last four months, we've completely kind of switched gears. Um, so are you seeing a certain area of people like our East Coast or is it California? Are you seeing kind of a trend in terms of where these people are coming from? Yeah, I, I mean, pretty all over all over the board, but all I would say East Coast mostly, you know, kind of yeah. Boston, D.C., New York, that kind of that kind of corridor over the East Coast, um, yep. which is which is pretty typical, too, for this time of year. You do see it a lot of colleges kind of placed in that corridor yeah. um, that bring out a lot of people, plus just other tech companies and other um, big companies that, you know, people are looking for different opportunities, maybe getting closer mm -hmm. to home or trying a new city. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in Seattle, believe it or not, Seattle's not dead. Everybody wants to be here. <laughs> yeah. Hence the bags under our eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. The I'm like, put the bright light on my face so it cover gets rid of my dark circles. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, we've all been kind of running, running ragged, but um, looking forward to a day off. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I know I didn't kind of ask you to come prepared with any like stats or whatnot, but do you know approximately how many companies we're working with at the moment, just in terms uh, of? I would say about ten or twelve companies. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, active clientele. I think active we're probably clients. sitting in the early twelve hundreds, right? About twelve hundred wow. around that many clients that are yeah, that's great. Uh, that are kind of in our database right now. Yeah, most yeah, projecting to get here before before September. That is so nuts. I mean, that's just like I mean, that's a record for in terms of what our our company has had for our um, queue. But that's so insane. Yeah, I mean, our normal queue with uh, we kind of have two different components kind of coming at us and. And our, our normal queue that we've dealt with for the last 10 years, that's even busier than it's ever been, mm -hmm. um, not including the additional in, uh, additional queue that we've taken advantage of over the last year with some new partnerships. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, it's, it is. It's coming. Yeah. So a lot of people are having to look into if they want to rent, rent into apartments because, you know, the single family homes are so many. Yep. And I think, again, I, that's why we're seeing most families kind of push more into the purchasing side of things straight away. Got it. Or try to at least. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are um, the employees that are coming, they're working for the tech companies and let's say Amazon um, as probably one of the main ones, but um, are they wanting to be close to campus? Like being downtown is like priority. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't care the work from home thing for them. It's like their priority is being close to campus. Yeah, they, they kind of like the idea of maybe getting a little further out and maybe saving a little bit more money. But um, but once they realize that parking is not free at work and mm -hmm. uh, and then that kind of commute and then finding, you know, adequate parking around work is uh, this just, just doesn't make much sense. So yep. instead of finding a parking lot for three hundred dollars a month to park around Amazon, why not install that in your rent and live somewhere fun? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's generally where most folks are trying to be is in that corridor about that three mile radius around Amazon. Um, and then yeah. that also is collectively works well for Facebook and Google. Um, the biotech companies also sit in there. And then Microsoft, although it's out in the suburbs, um, has a direct bus line in their shuttles, which also kind of pick up in that little circle as well. So, yep. Um, yep. so yeah, tech workers without kids, pretty much that's, that's where they're looking. The urban core. Yeah. And then where has just throwing this out there, where's like the craziest location? Cause I know everyone goes everywhere. I mean, we were, Put, placing people everywhere on in the Puget Sound area. Um, like, have you had any requests, I think, for the islands or anything way up north or way down south? 
Yeah, some people are considering Tacoma. Um, you know, again, with although employers are back, it, it does seem that most employers are still staggering and maybe doing one or two days in the office or available for meetings. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not that normal nine to five grind that people have to get back into. Probably are not expecting to, maybe Got in it. years. Um, so they can have the freedom of you know living a little further out. Um, families definitely eye the islands, um, especially more in the purchasing side of things, just because it's more affordable to, to mm -hmm. live at the islands and deal with that ferry commute back and forth. Um, so you can get a little bit more for your money. Um, so if you have a couple kids, we had a client with five kids that came through last week. So we're like, this might be great for you because you yeah. get a lot of space, a lot more for your money out there um, yep. if he's willing to kind of take that commute. But um, but the younger folks, they, they certainly, um, you know, see things like West Seattle, where our prices in West Seattle are certainly um, very affordable. Yep. Because we have a bridge to get in and out of that's going <laughs> to probably not work functionally for another five years. So because yeah. of that inconvenience, those prices are great. So we kind of start there. But again, once they kind of figure out the commutes and, and how that works, they're all coming yeah. back. Got it. Cool. Is there anything else um, that you kind of want to touch on as far as what you're seeing on the relocation side? Yeah, I mean, just just being prepared. Um, if people are out there looking and considering yeah. the move to Seattle, you know, just kind of getting prepared and, and just expecting things to move quickly. Um, yep. and, and just if you see something you like, grab it. I mean, I know it's it's hard and you want to sleep on it, maybe consider or see something come along. But um, but it's sadly they just they move so quickly. You might be left left without anything to choose from. Yeah, for sure. And I've also seen a lot of, actually, on a side note, I've seen a lot of the construction companies, too, starting to bring in people. So I've had a lot of project managers and such. So that's been encouraging. I've had people who are working on the light rail projects. So just getting more public transportation will be fantastic. So it's good yeah. to see that that's kind of bulking up as well, yep. um, as well as just building buildings downtown and such. You know, we need more vacancies. You know, I hope they build yeah. us more condos so we can sell, you know, we have more to sell to people and, and more yep. apartments to get more people in there. Well, we kind of have a cluster of apart new apartments that um, it's been pretty quiet. We really haven't talked about um, up on the top of uh, Denny and where it meets with Fairview right there. So the West Bank project up there. I mean, there's a there's a couple of significant properties that are going in there that probably will bring, you know, what, 700 some units, if not, you know, a thousand to the market. Um, I saw there was, uh, uh, another property going on the market about ninth and Virginia between ninth and 10th on Virginia, uh, new project that's not going to be done until 2023. Um, but I think we will see another kind of flurry of apartment buildings coming to market and another flurry of, of condos, which, you know, we have five to six new construction stuff, you know, downtown core. So I definitely think uh, we're going to be more apartment heavy. Um, with what comes into market in the next, let's say, five years um, for new construction, for sure. Um, but we do have tons of sites that have kind of been sitting dormant, you know, downtown for the last year. Um, so I think in the, probably the next six months, we'll start hearing a little bit more of, of how those are going to be coming to market and, and design review meetings and all that sort of thing, too. So um, yeah, I'm looking it feels like we're, that. yeah, it feels like we're just kind of bursting. All of a sudden, we just start bursting at the seams and um that's been crazy so hi we're back hi. did you How get a phone call? call we're so busy my phone keeps ringing i've probably gotten <laughs> six phone calls since we've been on so i think that's what keeps disconnecting everything all right well we'll um <laughs> we'll go ahead and end this then thank you for kind of chatting a little bit more i've been wondering just what's been going on because we see it from the ground side but you you really have a better picture and handle on 
um, what what's going on on that side of things. So thank you, Kim. I know you're crazy busy right now. At least you're checking in. It's always good. Yeah. To, it's always good to just kind of touch base with other people in the market. <laughs> For sure. Good. Well, have a great weekend. And Thanks, you um, let me know if you need anything. Under us the understatement of the year. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. We'll see you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.